This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, obviously, uh, here in Calgary, the trial of Tamara Lovett has become a, a big story, charged with criminal negligence, causing death, failing to provide the necessaries of life in the uh, obviously preventable and very tragic death of seven-year-old Ryan, her son. Uh, Ryan was also the son of Brian Jerome, and uh, thought it was important to share his story and bring his voice uh, into this story. Brian, thank you for making some time for us here today. Not a problem. Obviously, what's happening right now, hearing about all of this, must be uh, incredibly difficult for you. Oh, it's been incredibly difficult for the last seven and a half, eight years. So this is just the end of it. Yeah. Now, let's let's talk a bit more about your own story, because uh, when, when, when Ryan was very young, uh, Tamara made it pretty clear that uh, she didn't want you in his life. That's correct. And why, why was that? Well, because I didn't really want her in my life, and she really didn't like that too much. So she decided that I wasn't uh, capable of seeing my son anymore. So you were worried about him, though? Oh, of course. But, there, you know, at that time I was in severe financial difficulties, and I had no way to, you know, go after her in the court system. Plus, you know, she's got her family with all her family connections and it just wasn't anything I could do at that time. And then, you know, what ended up happening was I had to leave Alberta for financial reasons. I moved back to my hometown in Ontario and uh, I started a business up there with the intention of, you know, making it successful and getting my life together so that I could go for uh, full custody. And uh, I was in the process of doing that. It was very hard to do because, you know, (laughs) there's no way to locate them. But, you know, I was in contact with lawyers there, and they were trying to do stuff. And I was constantly emailing Tamara because that was the only method of contact I had. So I had two or three different email addresses, and I would email her, you know, occasionally and on Ryan's birthday, Christmas, stuff like that, hoping she would read the letters to him. I knew she probably wouldn't, but I tried anyway. And uh, probably six months before this went down, I had sent her a letter, you know, telling her that I was going through the process with the lawyers and, you know, she needs to contact me. And uh, I've never heard back from her. I've having zero contact at all. Nothing. God, yeah. How frustrating that must have been. Just getting nowhere. So, and and at no point, uh, by the way, have police, the Crown, has anyone reached out to you to to talk to you or to find out your, your perspective? Nobody. Not a single person. But having said that, um, they probably don't even know I exist. <laughs> because, you know, she's never uh, mentioned my name. Did she seem to have these beliefs about medicine or, or the medical system? Or, or why she would seemingly re- reject all of that? Well, that's another thing. Um, this, this case is being used to bash natural remedies. 
And, like, I have nothing against natural remedies if you know what you're doing and you know what you're taking. And when, you when he passed away, no, nobody contacted you. No, nobody told you. You found out, basically. Yeah, by fluke. Yeah. Like, here, here's the thing. Like, because I had no way to find anything out about Ryan, what I did was a little devious, but I created a fake Facebook account, and I became friends with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... You know, every once in a while I would log in to get pictures and stuff and, you know, whatever information I could find. And, uh, you know, just by fluke, I just happened to log in one day. It was like, I haven't looked for, you know, probably a couple months or something. And I seen all these condolences on her, her feed. And uh, I'm like, what the hell is this? And so I contacted the lady who owns Art Spot, who's her good friend or whatever. And I, I said, you need to tell me what's going on. Like, I don't care. Just tell me what's going on. And she's like, you don't know? I was like, know what? Oh, Ryan was sick and he died. And like, this is, this is over a week after it happened. So, like, I didn't know anything. But that just blew my mind apart. Like, and it's been horrible ever since. So you've chosen to, to stay away from the trial. Is that right? Well, I, I folded my business in Hamilton. And I moved back out here mm-hmm. to be for the trial, just in case they needed me or whatever. And I was going to attend, but you know, all, all I can see myself doing is is causing problems. Right. You know what I mean? Like as soon as I see these people, I'm probably going to do something stupid, so I probably shouldn't go. <laughs> I think people can understand that. Just hoping at this point for for justice for your son. Yeah. Well, Brian, all the best to you. Uh, again, thank you so much for, for sharing your story with us, and I think it's, it's important that people hear it. So really do appreciate this. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.